Um, hey, guess who it is? You don't need to guess. It's me. It is the Perez Hilton, and you are listening to Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World podcast. You want woo-woo stuff? You got it. You want real-world conversations, too? You got that as well. If you like it, share it with your friends. Mwah! What kind of stuff do you get in this podcast? Dream interpretation, astral travel, reincarnation, self-care, and so much more. Hi, this is Bernadette, and I'm the host of Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World podcast. Please do not forget to share this episode to Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and subscribe as well. Okay, kisses to everybody and take care of yourselves. Bye. Do you feel scared that your partner will leave you? Do you feel like your partner is the only thing that makes you happy? If this feels familiar, whether it is you or your friend, there's something that you need to know. Today, I'm going to be talking about the difference between love, lust, and addiction. Or when your relationship grows into an emotional prison. And what you can do to keep it healthy. Let's go. I'm Bernadette and this is Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World. First thing first, how do you fall in love? I mean, what is this thing that gives you butterflies and excites you every time you see your partner? When you are attracted, you unlock specific hormones and neurotransmitters and they create the excitement of love and a strong desire to be intimate. Watch out here, the combination between these hormones and your psychological and emotional condition can give your feelings a wrong direction. And at this point, you start ide idealizing your partner and that's when the trouble begin. So let's see lust and addiction more closely and where the lines get blurred. Think about lust. You won't be too interested in spending time with the one you have fallen for without having a healthy dose of lust. But what happens when there is too much lust? You're not interested in talking to your partner about more serious and deep matters and, and spending the night just cuddling together rarely happens. Sex becomes the focus of your relationship and that might be just enough to get you addicted to your partner. Sex increases the production of oxytocin which boosts your relationship and makes your partner more attractive to you. But affection can quickly grow into addiction. The way to prevent this addiction is by focusing on getting to know your partner better and loving him for who he really is, loving his real self. So how do you know if 
you and your partner is on the way to building love addiction. The main difference between love and addiction comes from the motivation behind your relationship. Take a moment and think, what is it that motivates me in my relationship? If you use the relationship as a way to escape your emotional pains, that's a sign. You are literally increasing the sexual pleasure to numb your emotional pain. And that's more common than you think, actually. If you are addicted, you are constantly seeking more and more romance. You want to always be close to your partner. And that keeps and that keeps on growing and growing. But a healthy person doesn't use their partner to heal their emotional mess. They can help you, but they cannot heal you. There's another sign I can refer to personally. I've had a partner who was super focused on me and it felt like he was feeding me some crazy form of romance hunger. I noticed we're not going in the right direction. When he started isolating himself from his work responsibilities, family and friends, he was just like too obsessed with me. That was a super clear sign of love addiction. He was actually suffering from all forgotten traumas and he was not aware what was going on. But we fixed that. There are ways, don't panic. A healthy, per a healthy partner does the exact opposite. He pursues his life goals and keeps on growing and growing and keep healthy social connections. Now you're probably thinking, oh wow, so how can I recognize my partner will become addicted if we're just getting started? Or you might be even thinking, wait, maybe I'm the, maybe I'm the addicted one. Did you relate to some of the signs I've mentioned? By the way, I keep forgetting to mention that you can get on my newsletter if you enjoy metaphysical topics like this. Check out my website www.bernadettebala.com and enter your email address at the pop-up. I cannot wait to see you there. I hope to see you there. Does he fantasize for the long-term future in the beginning of the relationship? Love addicts tend to fall in love with people who are already in relationships or people who are not capable of real commitment. You ignore all the signs that your partner is not the guy, is not the guy for you and you keep on fighting for that relationship or you focus too much on it because that feels like the most important aspect of your life. You're ready to sacrifice yourself to make your partner happy. I have seen so many people doing and experiencing this, uh, especially me. I, I've been through every, every one of this that I just mentioned. Avoidance of love means you're constantly, constantly building walls around you. This way you escape the chance of 
falling in love or having real intimacy. Avoiding love means to you love is a duty and a burden, and relationships feel emotionally exhausting. That's why you're putting emotional barriers. You're trying to lower the density of feelings in your relationship. Does it sound familiar? Hey, everybody! It's your boy Lance Bass, and you are checking out Spirituality and Self Love and the Modern World podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share your girl's passion on helping you feel a lot less empty through spirituality. All right, guys, love you all. Nah. And here comes the intersection point, right? The more you distance, the more you distance yourself as a love avoiding person, the more the love addicted person chases you. Remember this: that 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 person was doing this to me, and I was doing this to him. Remember. Love addicts like the feeling of rejection. They like chasing relationships that don't that won't work. And to help you identify a, a love avoiding person, he usually uses side factors to escape the relationship, such as work and affairs that don't require any emotions. It sounds strange, but it's a very real thing. Let me quickly. Take you through the typical signs of love avoidance. So you feel uncomfortable talking about your emotions, and that is why you keep your distance. You are idealizing past relationships because by pro- projecting your emo- your emotion emotions back there in the past, you avoid bonding with your current partner. You might also step back after some degree of intimacy. In the beginning, you're giving love, attention, and care for your partner, but then you step, but then you step back out of the blue. All, all of a sudden, or maybe you have difficulties creating intimacy and prefer relationships limited to sex and nothing more. Watch out now. A common sign for love avoidance is when you're not showing affection when your partner is around, but you want to be with him when he's not around. You are trying to escape the feeling of being trapped in a relationship, and you feel affection and the need to be with him when he's away at the same time. I hope that does not confuse you. A person, a person who creates. Such relationships have has psychological reason for that. Love addicts have underlying emotional pains that usually come from childhood experiences. Love avoidance mean fears of intimacy. I'm talking about hiding weaknesses and unpleasant traumatic events from the past. Or hiding something you don't want others to see about you, especially your partner. You are afraid of losing him. When you sort out your addiction or fear of intimacy, then the hide and seek relationship model is something that you're you're no longer interested in. Because you know what what you want now—a healthy, happy, and balanced relationship. Having a guy obsessed with you and buy you everything—it it doesn't—it doesn't—it—it—it's it, it, not the same. 
right. I hope you enjoyed this episode of um, Blurred Lines of Love, Lust, and Addiction. I hope this, uh, this episode did not trigger you too much. And as usual, if um, feel free to tag me on Instagram at Bernadette Bala. If you, if you are listening to my podcast, I will totally share it in my stories. Okay, bye. Please take care. More podcasts coming soon. Hey, it's Bernadette. I want to ask you some questions. Do you feel like your gut is sending you messages that you have no idea how to decipher? How do you know when it is the right time to trust that little voice at the back of your mind or completely ignore it? Your intuition isn't the opposite of logic. It's about embracing both the spiritual and the rational. I am the author of Intuition is Your Superpower. And in this audiobook, in this paperback, and in this Kindle ebook, you will learn about what intuition is and what intuition is not. You will learn about how to master the art of using your right brain and your left brain at the same time. You will be able to tell the difference between intuition and fear and so much more, so much more, so much more. I cannot wait for you to check out my book on Amazon. It is only available on Amazon. Thank you so much for your support. It really does help my passion to help people feel less empty. Thank you again and bye-bye. What kind of stuff do you get in this podcast? Dream interpretation, astral travel, reincarnation, self-care, and so much more. Hi, this is Bernadette and I'm the host of Spirituality and Self-Love in the Modern World podcast. Please do not forget to share this episode to Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and subscribe as well. Okay, kisses to everybody and take care of yourselves. Bye.